everybody, it's Caress, and I'm with my co-host, Dominique. Hello! And welcome to The List. It has been a while. Yes, it has. Dominique, how are you doing? I'm good. How about you? I am doing well. It is an election year. We have the plague. We have (laughs) protests for killings of Black people. I am tired. Yeah, I'm kind of exhausted as well, but it's for a greater cause than we can imagine. Completely agree. Uh, November can't get here fast enough, to be honest with you. True, true. And I am in dire need of going to the salon. I look, I'm going to say this, I look decent for what has happened on my head. Yes, you do. You do. I, I, I like it. It's working. It's working. I am six and a half months into transitioning from relaxed hair to natural hair. And it's just a monster on top of my head. So the only thing I can do right now, since I can't get to the salon, is make sure it's clean and detangled as much as I can and moisturized, which at the moment is not. I washed it yesterday and it's like a hay stack atop my dome. Did you try putting some olive oil on it? Like giving a good olive oil? Not really. I'm going to be honest with you. I did a pre-poo. There were people talking about this conditioner from the brand Aussie. And so I went to go get that and I pre-pooed, which means I just put conditioner on my head before I shampooed. I let that stay on there for six hours. So Mm -hmm. the whole time I was working from home and I was on WebEx, you know, meetings and everything. I don't use my video. Like I don't use my camera. I only do audio when I'm at work because nobody really needs to see me. (laughs) So I pre-pooed, then I shampooed conditions and did a leave-in conditioner. Then I did a heat protectant. Then I did a little bit of a blowout, which I'm sure is where the drying part happened. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, of course the dry does, is blow dry, but I mean like the drying out of all the moisture. And then I was tired. So at that point there, I didn't put on anything else, which was probably my mistake. Well, you know what? It'll be okay. Just maybe throw some oil up in there, some olive oil. Just give your head a good saturation of the olive oils. Let the nature of the Greek Mediterranean just flow all through your hair. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it'll work. It'll work. <laughs> well, I hopefully can get some a professional's hands on my head in seven days from now. But the coronaviruses are going up. The cases are going up in North Carolina and... I want to go and they seem to have a good, you and I go to the same salon. You've already been and you say it's okay. So I I trust you, but. You know, actually when I was at the salon last time, our hairdresser and I were kind of joking about, yeah, they're going to shut them down again, but I don't know the way things are moving. mm, (laughs) I better slide on in there. I may actually need to go ahead and go on Friday before they shut it down again, because I'm supposed to go back to work the week after that. And I don't, I can't go looking like this. (laughs) Anyway, um, we have a list for you guys. Uh, It's been four months, six months, a year, five years. I haven't been been that long. (laughs) Anyway, we have a list today. 
Uh, but before we get to that list, uh, Dominique, do you have yes. a song for us? I do. I do. This is a throwback, too. Let's hear it. Okay. So the song of the week is, some people are going to have to Google this one. It is called Freedom. No, it is not Beyonce's Freedom. This is Freedom from various 90s artists. It is from the movie soundtrack, Panther. Now, when I say Panther, I'm not talking Black Panther. In 1995, there was a movie called Panther that was directed by Mario Van Peoples, and it was about the Black Panther Party. The title soundtrack, the title song, the theme song was various female artists from the 90s. It was like Jeanne, Aaliyah, TLC, Queen Latifah, Michelle and Cello, all these artists. SWV was there and they did a song called Freedom. It is an incredible song. It, it just resonates so much with these times. And if you want to see a good movie, see Panther. When I Googled it, it went right to Black Panther, but just type again and keep scrolling. You will see Panther. Matter of fact, to make your search a little easier, type Panther Mario Van Peoples and it will come up. It's on Amazon. And I think you can get it. There was another way you could get it too, but it's about the formation of the Black Panther Party. But that's our song of the week because it's just, it just really goes with everything that's going on right now with the Black Lives Matter movement with our LGBT plus family. So just really, if you want to get some spiritual movie, uh, music while you're out there doing your work and protesting and doing whatever you need to do to make a change in the world, check this song out. I'm going to listen to it really quickly. I can't, we can't put it on the podcast, so I'm going to no. cut it out. But uh, let, give me one second, okay? So okay. I, can, I can listen to this. Wow. Wow. Okay. Number one, I remember it now. Mm -hmm. I am embarrassed to say, though, I don't think I've ever seen Panther. Um, it was I have some black holes in my past. <laughs> that sounded terrible, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and the thing I liked about the movie, movie Panther, it really explored the creation and a lot of the programs that the Black Panther Party started, like they actually had broke programs for people to get for kids to have breakfast you know transportation and if you look in the history books especially in our generation if you look in the history books we were given the story that i mean first of all it was only one or two sentences sentences mentioned about the black panther party but it was always things like the rebel group you know they had guns okay that was one aspect but they did so many other things for the community as far as like i said breakfast programs voting voter registration and the movie does a great job of explaining that and they even mention the part that women played in the black panther party which is not discussed at all in history books from our generation i completely agree and yes you i, I agree like they're always talking about the rebelliousness, the violent, the anti-whiteness yeah. of it all without talking about the civil, the civil service part. Right. 
So yeah, that'll be, I have a lot to read. I have a lot of things to watch. Even if I know, even if I have the knowledge of some of the things, I, I need to take a, a deeper dive. Like I still haven't read White Fragility yet. I, that should yeah, be on everybody's, you know, bookshelf by now, especially white people, but I need to read it too. Yeah. And actually don't feel bad because to be honest with you, they, I was on uh, Facebook and they were talking about the top, you know, 50 black movies you should have watched if you're a black person. And there were some of those things I had never seen. Like I just saw Love and Basketball a year ago. And that literally was because nothing else was on TV. That just never was a movie that spoke to me. It was a couple of those movies I was like, I have never seen that. I think that one of the things I'm, I'm building a list right now of things I need to read and things I need to watch. And I think I'm going to put Panther on my list just to make sure that I get a chance to watch that. So thank you. Sure. There's also another one that has nothing to really do with that, but it is called Horror Noir, A History of Black Yes. Horror. I have and to see that. I, I need to see that as well, because I think that, yeah. that that's right up my alley. Me being a writer, me loving Jordan Peele and what he's done with us. And um, what was the other one? Uh, yeah, that yeah, was on last night. If I can get on my soapbox for a second. Please do. I would like to see more people of color in sci-fi in the first place. Me too! Not, not just horror, but just the whole field, you know, from our hero action movies, you know, for, like even our comic books, you know, I mean, Stan Lee and his crew, they do a good job, but I want to see more. Like, where's Bumblebee? Bumblebee was a black female superhero. Where's her movie? I mean, no disrespect to Scarlet, but okay, girl, we done seen you in that tight jumpsuit enough. Where is Bumblebee? I want to see this woman. <laughs> I 100% agree with you. Are you ready? Let's do this. It is time now for the, the list. list. All right. So today we have decided that our list is going to be off-putting traits when dating. <laughs> mm -hmm. So this mm -hmm. is interesting. I, be honest, Dominique. Yeah. When was the last time? It's 2020. It's June 2020. When was the last time you went out on a date? <sighs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was in 2019. Who'd you go out with? I'll uh, tell you everything I do. Well, uh, it was 2019. I don't remember when, though. Okay, well, that has been... Uh, yeah, I, I, I did not go out last year at all or this year. So you got me beat. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was, it, trust me, it wasn't fun. But you know, what I do remember is what I don't like about dating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're about to go over it right now. Okay. You got your top 10 list? I do. Let's do this. I think that our, our lists will probably overlap a little bit. Agreed. So how about you just go all the way from your number 10 to your number one? And if one of them is on my list too, I'll just, I'll hop on the bandwagon. How, how's that sound? That sounds good. All right, then let's get your number 10 off-putting trait when dating. 
My number 10 is when, now I'm talking about from my perspective, so I'm going to use the word guys a lot. Same. So, you know, we're open to everybody. We love everybody, but we're talking about from our perspective and experience. Uh, number 10 is when the guy won't talk about himself himself or getting to know each other, but he wants to talk about sex all the time. Like, boom, like, 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 like he ready to go. Like, what kind of Victoria's Secret do you have on? Like, whoa, I don't even know your last name, dude. Like, can you calm down for a second? <laughs> Isn't that so off-putting when they're like, yeah, I like it when a woman wears a thong. Like, I just got your name five minutes ago. Can you calm down, bro? <laughs> I mean, I guess, thanks for letting me know, but... It, it, we haven't even gotten that far. Why are you talking about it? You like your toes tickled. I don't need to know that. Yeah, like, dude, this is the first phone call, and I wasn't even sure if I was gonna answer it. So, I mean, <laughs> let's 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 calm down here, bro. I don't even know your last name yet. Yeah, number nine is when. Now, this did not happen to me. It happened to my friend, and I have a story for this one. Number nine is when you go out with a date and he has a wondering eye. I mean, he like looking around and you're like, what are you doing? So my friend, I'm not going to say her name. Another one of my friends set her up on a blind date with this guy. And she told me and I was like, oh, how was it? And she said, girl, he looked at everybody, every other woman in that restaurant but me. She said he was just, I mean, his eyes were all over that restaurant. She said, good Lord. And I said, well, what was that about? She said, he just says that's what guys do. They look around like, really? So guys, don't do that. That's creepy and weird. I mean, you know, be, keep your eyes on the person you're on a date with. I don't understand why we're looking all around the room. Uh, number eight for me, Netflix and chill is not a first date. I'm sorry. That boils my blood. I have talked to a couple of guys and they say, well, you know, maybe we can Netflix and chill. No, that's not first date. That's date like number eight, nine, 10. That's date when I know your last name. That's date when I know that I'm, I'm about 75% to 80% sure you're not a serial killer. No, that's not first date. I am not coming to your home and you are not coming to mine because I don't know you. And I don't want to have to hit you over the head with this marble lamp because you get out of line. So yeah, but, you will. Will. but I will do it if I'm forced to. I don't want to. But no. I, I just know first date needs to be an actual date. Like we need to meet somewhere and go do some activity where conversation is involved not sitting on each other's couches in the dark, staring at each other, each other trying to figure out when somebody going to make a move. Yeah, that's, no, don't do that. Don't you do ask that. a stupid question. Mm -hmm. When someone says Netflix and chill, does that implicitly mean that there's going to be sexual activity? Um, the way I take it, yes. Because all the times I've been invited to Netflix and chill, that's what happened. So, yes, that's how I take it. Okay. But yeah, that's not first date. Um, number seven, trying to keep you out all night. Good Lord in heaven. Listen, if our date is at eight, we could have a fabulous time. We could go have drinks. We could go have dinner. But after dinner, we need to start wrapping it up. That I don't understand why we 
well, yo, you know, I mean, we after that, yo, let's go to get some dessert. Didn't we just do this? Like, why you got me out here or why you try? And, and another thing I'm going to put in with that, guys who want to do the late night date, you know, well, yo, let's meet up around, you know, 11 o'clock. <laughs> now, if you work third shift or something like that, you are the exception to the rule. Or if you work second shift, it would be second shift. If you work second shift, okay, I may give you a break because you work second shift. But if you are a regular worker, like if you are a guidance counselor, I don't know what on the good Lord's earth do you think that we need to be going on an 11 o'clock date on a Friday? What are you doing that you can't get together on a date before 11 p.m.? Yeah. That's weird. And, that you know, for weird. me, if it's a first date, we don't really need to do anything late at all, honestly. We can meet on a Saturday at around 1 o'clock and have tea. Well, people say coffee. I don't drink coffee, but we can go to a coffee shop and drink whatever beverage of your choice. Because for me, a first date doesn't have to be a long thing. Literally just a first time face-to-face -face with one another, that's kind of non-committal. Yeah. So if you don't really, you're not really vibing with me or I'm not vibing with you, we only have to be together for an hour and then we can just choose not to do it again. And if it's going really well, we can decide to spend the whole afternoon together. We don't have to stop, you know? And then later on, and our subsequent dates, we can go at a later time, but I don't like meeting at nighttime for the first time anyway. <laughs> I, you know what? I am not opposed to day dates. I'm not a person who, oh, I hate a day date. No, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that because there are a lot of nice day dates you can do. You know, you can go for a walk on a park because I agree with you. The first date is usually after a series of phone calls. And I need to put my good eyeballs on you to make sure that, you know, you're not a gremlin. So, yeah, I'm okay with the, you know, first date being like a walk or let's meet up for, you know, coffee. I, the, hey, we could go have breakfast. Where we live, there are a lot of great breakfast spots. I don't, I'm not, I'm not in my feelings about that. Let's go have some breakfast. Cool. Cool. And like you said, if, if he turns out to be a gremlin, if he turns out to be striped from the gremlins, then he can go on about his day and we can, oh, this was nice. Okay. Or if he says, yo, Dominique is out of her skull. Okay. Then we can, this was nice, but we can all move on with our day. <laughs> all right. We've got the rest of the day. You haven't even ruined my whole day. Yeah. Um, number six, work within your budget. Oh, uh-oh. If you cannot afford uh -oh. to go to the top-notch restaurant in whatever city you live in, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I have been on a date, and I have had a guy's card get declined. No. I have actually had that. And off camera, I'll tell you who it was. You'll be shocked. What, was it so awkward? Oh, it was weird because it, it was weird on so many levels because the, the waitress came back. We had gone to Firebirds <laughs> and no. it was a great date and we were having a good time. And the waitress came back and she was kind of like, oh, <laughs> so I think there's a problem with your card. Oh, my gosh. And he was like, well, what's the problem? And, he, and she was like, well, it got declined, but I, I'm going to try it again. And he said, go try it again. And then when they tried it again, it went through, but 
that first time I was kind of thinking, now I know you did not pick this restaurant knowing good and well that you ain't got the cheddar for this. But yeah, that was that was like one of the most awkward things that happened to me on a date. <laughs> Cause I was like, well, well, I'll say, I'll say two things. First thing is when you go on a date, you always need to have your own money. True that. Now it's okay if he wants to pay for it. It's okay if you want to go Dutch. Heck, it's 2020. Yeah. If a woman wants to pay for it and y'all and and that's kind of date that it is, go for that. I'm not opposed to any of those things. But right. Those type, I know a couple of people, and I don't know a lot of people like this, but I know they exist. Some people go out on dates, Dominique, strictly for a free meal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know people like that. I, know I think like that, that is so weird because it is not worth it to me to spend two hours with a person I don't want to spend time with just for some food. And to me, I don't like the idea of the possibility of this person presented an obligation to me. You know, I took you to blah, blah, and you ordered this and that, so you owe me. Wait a minute. I don't owe you anything. So you know what? I'm going to have my money. So you know what? If I decide to order prime rib, surf and turf, and a bottle of champagne, guess what, bro? I can pay for that. Don't, Don't come at me like that. That's my second point I wanted to make. I am a little iffy about that. I don't know a lot of people like that now. And I don't know if it's just because I don't really go out that much anymore or if I've just surrounded myself with different types of people. But I've had I've had a boyfriend before. He was an awful, terrible person, by the way, who always made me feel like I owed him for stuff. I mean, even after we had been dating for like two years, he always just made me feel like I owed him for everything to the point where... I have been kind of hardwired to just pay for my own things if I don't know you very well, because mm-hmm. I don't even want, even if you're like, no, I insist, I want to pay for it. I mean, you really have to insist for me to let you do it because I don't want you to feel like I owe you anything. And a lot of people use it as a manipulation tool. Right. They will insist on paying for something for you, but then insist that you do something for them. And exactly. I'm just like, oh, well, you paid for my, you know, $20 meal or $15 meal or whatever. I'll just Venmo you the money. Like, I would rather just take out cash and pay you right there in the parking lot before I ever do or go anywhere with you. It's up to me to decide what I want to do with my body with you. You, you don't exactly you don't put a down payment on a hand job. <laughs> No, nah, you don't. My listen, you don't put a down payment on my vijay. It doesn't work like that, bro. I'm sorry. No, no. But yeah, no. Um, my number five, and you about to know exactly who I'm talking about when I talk about this. Okay. Have a plan when you ask a woman <laughs> on a date. There is nothing that boils my blood more. Then, yo, I want to go on a date with you. Okay, well, what do you want to do? I don't know. What you want to do? Yeah. Well, well, you know, why don't you make the decision? Why don't you make the decision? You asked me out. You ain't got no plan. Oh, you know who I'm talking about, too. Oh, that boiled my blood. I was just like, you asked me out. You know, you messaging me every morning. What do you want? Have a plan. Don't waste my time because that's going to make me angry. And that's going to make me not talk to you again. 
don't waste my time. I hate that. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you want to do? Oh, no. Okay, but you asked me out. Would you like to go have coffee or have, you know, get a hot beverage or something? Well, I don't drink. Okay, well, how about coffee or tea? Okay. And then get there. I don't drink coffee and I don't drink tea. Wait. You sit on that phone. You did not have a plan. You suggested I make a plan after you asked me out. And then you ain't got no, and then you tell me you don't like coffee or tea. So but did, he, did he get ice water? <laughs> I mean, he just sat there. He sat there like a buff on a log. He really did. And that is why he got canceled as quickly as he did. Wow. I can't stand that. Gentlemen, if you go ask a woman out, have a plan. Even and, if it's something simple like, yo, you want to go for a walk in the park? Boom. But don't sit there. I want to ask you, well, let's go out. Okay, cool. Where you want to go? Oh, no. Or ask her what she likes to do. Hey, do you yeah. like clubbing? Do you like to go to a bar? Do you like karaoke? Do you like going to the coffee shop? Do you like going to the park? I mean, there are options. Just ask her. And then be honest about what you like. If you are a kind of person where you don't like certain things, there's nothing that irritates me more than a person who you'll tell, they won't, they won't make a decision, but you'll make a decision. And then you'll say, well, are you having a good time? Are you enjoying this? I mean, I really don't like it. <laughs> then why did you agree to do this? We could have done something else. That, ooh, that makes me mad. Like, you know, I'm used to dealing, that's why he got canceled. I was, I'm, I was used to, and I'm still used to dealing with men who are very direct about what they like and what they don't like. I do not like those kind of games. Cause as you can tell from my voice, it makes me very upset. <laughs> On to number four. Okay. Number four, watch your smells. Now when I say your smells, what I mean is watch your funk level, your stink uh -oh. level, but also be careful with the colognes. Honey, you do not have to douse yourself in polo. Uh, what's that other one? Truly like? oil. Yes. Honey, sometimes women have sinuses and allergies, and there's nothing worse than meeting a nice-looking guy who has doused himself in so much cologne that you're like, you're a nice guy, we're having a great conversation, but I have to run away from you because my sinuses are going insane. Breathe. I dated a guy for about a year, maybe a little bit over over a year, and about four or five months in, I just had to tell him. I said, "Babe, that cologne, I, I you you gotta stop." And he was like, "You're allergic." I said, "My sinuses go crazy every time you do that." I said, "That's part of the reason why sometimes I like abruptly end our dates is because my my oh my god, I can't breathe. I literally can't breathe." <sighs> Oh, you don't have to anoint yourself from your toenails up to your neck in no. cool water. Oh, rule of thumb. If you can smell it, you have too much on. And I, that goes for the ladies too. I have worked with people where I have gotten on the elevator and it's just been full up of aroma and there's nobody mm. in there. Yeah. If you like, leave a trail... If somebody yes. can find you based strictly on your on your scent, you've put yes. too much on. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. And, and realize that, and that's what my sinus and allergy people in the house is not that sometimes it's not that the person doesn't like you. It's that you have anointed yourself in so much of a scent that their sinuses are saying, mm-mm, honeybee, it's not you, it's your cologne. It's your cologne or your perfume. Ladies, you do it too. Good gosh. Yes. Yes. Um, the next one, what's this next one? What number are you on? Okay, three? I'm on number three. Number the next three. one for me is number three, we almost said number three, looking through your phone on a date. Oh How many God. times have you been out and like, and this has happened to us, we have gone out and just like the crew and just us and the girls having a good time. And we have seen couples sit across from each other and be on their phone the whole time. What's Not the point of going talking. on a date? They weren't yeah. even talking to each other. Yeah. What's the point of going on a date if you don't sit there and scroll through your phone? And I, I'm going to take a hit at the guys right now. Fellas, look, I know you love your sports. There's nothing wrong with basketball and football. But when, you're, but when you are on a date, this is not the time to check the scores. I'm sorry. Check that stuff when you get home. Check that stuff later. This is not the time to check the scores because it makes us feel like we're unimportant to you. It, it's really, especially in the beginning, it's like, well, do you care about this game? Is, do, you ha do you have money on this game? Like, why, why are the scores so important to you that you're willing to, you know, not engage in conversation with me to check the score to see a professional team play if you don't have any money on it or anything? You know, I mean, what's the point? Here's, you can check that later. Here's my suggestion. Either don't go on the date at that time when you know you want to watch the game. Right. Or... Find a girl who loves sports as much as you do. There are so many girls who are into football and basketball so much. There are plenty of people who would love to go to the bar. Just go to the bar and have a meal and watch the game with you. I'm not right. one of those girls because I don't care about the sports and the balls and the <clears throat> hockeys and the nets and the end zones. I don't care. But um, there are plenty of girls like that. And there are plenty of girls who kind of don't mind if you do it. But I'm like Dominique. I... I need you to pay a little more attention to me. And if you want to, how about this? Even if you wanted to check it like once, but yeah. I've noticed that guys who are obsessed are, they check it multiple times during a date, which is kind of yeah. unacceptable. Yeah. And, and it's not, it may not always be the scores. It could be other things, but put your phone down. My point is when you're on the date, put the phone down for a second. Okay. Cause that is rude. And that goes for the ladies too, because I have seen guys trying to engage women in conversation and she's steady looking at their phone. Put the phone down if you're on a date or otherwise just don't go on a date. You look crazy. Both of y'all look crazy. Everybody looks crazy. Yeah. Number two, if there are changes in the plans, let people know. Oh my let God. People know. I hate Say it. Something. Say something. If we are supposed to meet at seven and something happens, send a text message. Don't wait till seven o'clock and then be like, oh yeah. So by the way, it is a good, it's called transparency. It is so called transparency and consistency, but more transparency. Life is so much easier when you're transparent with people. It really is. Now, is everybody going to like you? Probably not, but you know what? That keeps people, if you're not, that when you're transparent, people who don't like you, hey, they're going about their business. But don't, don't be one of these people that you knew at four o'clock 
this was going to happen. And you waited till seven o'clock to tell me the time we were supposed to get together. Just be mindful of that. When things change, open your mouth and say something. You know, even if you're running a little bit late, like you had a meeting and this happens too, especially like if you fall in that six o'clock range on a weekday and you had a meeting and it ran late, send a text message. Hey, the meeting ran a little late. There's a possibility I may be late. Okay, cool. But don't wait till seven o'clock and I'm sitting there or waiting and then be like, I had a meeting that ran an hour late. So uh, I'm going to be late. I went on this one, I was supposed to meet up with this one guy. He was running late and he didn't say anything. Like I had already gotten there and he didn't say anything. And you know, Caress, I, I roll with the school, the rule we learned in college, the 15 minute rule. Actually when dating is not the 15 minute rule, it's the 10 minute rule. And I rolled out. And that brings me to number one. Oh, before the, you get to number one, before you get to number one, I just uh, wanted to, I wanted to double down on what you said. I am not a waiting person. I'm not a patient person. I, I wish I was. I'm patient. I'm patient in a lot of things I shouldn't be patient in. But in general, I get a little angsty. And you're not going to have me waiting for a half hour for you. I will leave. And yeah, absolutely. one thing that makes me even more ang or angrier is if I have to text you. Like, yes. you know that we're supposed to meet at seven and it's seven fifteen, and I haven't heard from you. And I send you a text and say, Hey, are you still coming? And you send back a text and say, Oh yeah, I'm running late. I'll be there in about 10 minutes. You knew you were running late. Why didn't you text me at seven o'clock and say, I won't be there until seven 20. Right. The fact that I even had to ask the fact that I even had to contact you is enough to make me mad for the rest of the night. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. And or you know what? You show up late. Say it is a 15 minute rule and you do show up 20 minutes late, 15 minutes late. And then you just say, Hey, how you doing? With no explanation. Unacceptable. You need to tell yeah. me why you're late. And that brings me to number one. <clears throat> Be on time. <laughs> that drives me crazy. Oh my gosh. There's it's in, in the dating world that drives me crazy because you know what it says? It says to me out the gate, you are disrespectful yes. and you're not going to be consistent. And if you're late and especially like I said, if you're late with no reason why if you just like, I'm, you know, we supposed to meet at eight, you get there at eight 20. Well, first of all, I'm probably not going to be there, but <laughs> yo, 10 minute rule. If by eight, I will text you at eight Oh five. Hey, are you okay? Are you still coming? Everything okay? And if you don't text me back real fast, guess what? Dominique is gone. Like, nope. I can sit at home and have waste my time. Do you know what quality TV is all at home? But yeah, no. Uh-uh. That 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 tells me what kind of person you are and that tells me you're a guy that's used to being chased. And if that's the kind of, you know, guy you are, that's fine. But you're not my kind of guy. It's just being considerate. You yeah. being on time doesn't make you look like you thirsty. It's just a considerate thing to do. She was there on time, I hope. Right. So if y'all both late people together, then y'all, that's something y'all going to have to worry about. But I hate waiting on people consistently. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
But yeah, that's that. that those are my off-putting dating trends. Wow, that was a good list. Thank you, thank you. I've got a couple of them that kind of overlap yours, so let let me go ahead and get started. Okay. Um, this is number ten. Is I is a pet peeve. It's a personal pet peeve, and I understand that. I have a bee in my bonnet when men call women females. Mm. It is annoying to me. I understand that they are males and there are females and that I am technically a female. I get that. And when we, I work in a hospital and when scientists and researchers are speaking and when doctors are speaking and they refer to people as male and females, that's one thing that's like medical. But when we're talking about just in society, when men call women females, the men, the type of men that I have been around who call women females is very disrespectful. And yes. I say that because I want you to think about it. I know I sound crazy, but I want you to think about it. How many times have you and your girls gone into a club and say, daggone, look at all these males in here. Or y'all know yeah. how males be acting. They never say that. We have no. heard you the terms like guys, men, boys. Dudes. Dudes. Call us what we are, whatever ages it is. Girl, woman, lady. But I, it's something about that female that just comes off the tongue very objectified. And aggressive. And a little aggressive. And I think that some of you will know what I'm talking about. Half of you will, will get it. Half of you will be like, I don't understand what the problem is. You are a female. I understand that. I understand it. It's a personal peppy. Number nine, Dominique, I hate to be like this, but I hate a stupid man. <laughs> if you are stupid, we cannot go on the date. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's pull over for a second. Let's pull over. Let's pull over. What kind of stupid do you mean? Do you mean just doing nonsensical things or do you mean truly someone who is to their top of their head, to their bottom of their feet, ignorant? Like, ignorant. I mean, just ignorant. Like you like really, like you you go to a restaurant and they say, let me get that phalagmenon. You know, like, <laughs> you like, whoa. You could have just said steak, like, really. I want to put it, I, 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 here's a caveat. There are some things that I'm completely ignorant on that nobody else is. There are just holes in everybody's life. There's always, like, that word that you've misspelled for 30 years. There's always oh. that word or term that you've misused for 20 years. There is a place that you should know where it is on the map and you don't. So everybody has something. So I'm not saying that you have to have a PhD in all things, but I don't, I don't want you to look at an egg roll and ask, what is that? And then when somebody tells you, you say, that's gross. I want a hamburger. If I wanted to date a five-year-old, first of all, that's illegal. And also <laughs> don't be stupid. Like, it's just a level of like maturity and culture, I guess. And that doesn't mean that you need to have a doctorate. That doesn't mean that you need to be well-traveled. Honestly, that doesn't even mean that you have to be a college graduate. I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying it's almost like you have rejected everyday normal knowledge. Okay. I understand what you mean. 
and it's it's annoying and i'm just like okay if you want to be stupid you don't have to we i'm because i'm not gonna i'm tired of teaching people again i must say i like to learn i'm still learning things right now so i'm not saying you can't not know something i'm just saying you need to be able to know the basic stuff now as we're pulling over with that one the thing that irritates me in that respect is if you're if you're unaware of something your reaction to it have a level of decorum if it's something that you have never had before or you did not know don't be so quick to say well that's i don't know what that is that's stupid or well that looked nasty wait a minute wait a minute smell funny yeah just take you know just have some decorum about you it may be something that you've never you've never tried before but if you don't want to try it you can say oh i didn't know that or no thank you but don't don't be the yeah don't be the person i don't know what that what that look like that's gross wait a minute how do you know it's gross have you tried it no well how do you know dragon fruit is nasty have you ever had dragon fruit no okay so why are you saying that just have a little decorum about yourself agreed number eight inappropriate clothes <laughs> i'm talking dirty clothes clothes with holes in it or even just inappropriate clothes like if we go to a play please don't show up in a tank top mm. what are you doing that takes me back to being on time that's disrespectful yeah you don't have to come to uh starbucks in a three-piece suit nobody's asking you to do that i'm not even saying don't wear sneakers i have seen some very nice sneakers agree so it's not that it's just like be appropriate there have been so many times over the years when i have seen people go out on dates just as an observer and the the woman has she's got on her cute little outfit she's got her hair done and her nails done and her earrings on and everything and her date looks like he rolled out of a garbage can what i don't understand the level what's happening here i don't understand why you can't just put on slacks and a shirt and call it grace nobody's asking you to get completely dolled up but it's you didn't even try yeah i think that comes down a lot of times to maturity because you know it take i don't want to sometimes i'll give guys the benefit of the doubt with that one because now you know you and i i don't want to call say we're of a certain age but when we interact with men that are closer to to our age they get it but i find sometimes younger men they kind of don't and it takes a level of maturity to kind of get there not to excuse that but you know no you're right you know it takes a little time but um yeah but i do agree with you you know like dude come what grandma always say come looking like something you know <laughs> okay number seven i don't want to hear about your ex-girlfriend i just don't i don't now if it comes up organically that's okay like you know if you're talking about if we're talking about our love of dogs, for instance, and you say you had a dog and then you lost it, and then I might ask, oh, did your dog get put to sleep or pass away? And you say, no, my ex-girlfriend took the dog. That was organic. She came up organically. I don't need you to tell me that your ex-girlfriend is crazy. 
Because the first thing that I'm going to think if you say your ex-girlfriend is crazy is what did you do? Anytime mm. somebody says their ex is crazy, my crazy ex-girlfriend, my first thought is what did you do? And why aren't you taking accountability for it? Calling a woman crazy is literally the laziest thing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about your ex. I don't care. Number six, don't be arrogant. Anybody who's egocentric, if you're flashy, if you're the new money type who thinks that material items define you and who you are as a person and you're critical of other people because they don't have what you have, you can actually get back in your BMW and go home. Girl, you don't want to see the new Roly? You don't oh want to see God. the new Roly? And then, and then I'm expected to say, oh my God, ooh, ooh. I'm not a gold digging girl. I'm not an Instagram person, like a model. <laughs> like, if, you want, if you want to impress those types of girls, you need to be with those types of girls. I want to know who you are from the content of your character, who you are as a person, your history, how you treat others, that kind of thing. Number five. If you are lewd or gross, you can go too. I don't find dirty jokes funny. I don't need you to talk about my body. Ooh, girl, you sure are wearing that dress. Look at that. No, I don't need that. Yeah. I love yeah. a compliment. Don't get me wrong. So if you want to say that my dress is pretty or you like it, then I'll take that. But I don't need anybody telling you that your breasts are sitting up like two cantaloupes, delicious cantaloupes. Oh, my God. <laughs> not that anybody would say that to me i don't have breasts the size of cantaloupes but i'm just saying you know what i mean i think i would be so stunned that i'd get up and walk away like wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, what what did you just say to me <laughs> what girl i was just talking about how fine you are you don't have to be so nasty it's like okay it's time for everything to just wrap up <laughs> number four this is another personal pet peeve of mine. If you come smelling like smoke, you can go back in your car, you can drive away. I've done that, been there, didn't enjoy it. I am an asthmatic and I don't like the smell of smoke. So I know this is personal, mm -hmm. but cigarette smoke, tobacco, that's not for me. And you popping a mint in your mouth, chewing gum doesn't help. It's in your skin, it's in your hair, it's in your eyeballs. It's in your car, it's in your house, it's in your carpet, it's in your clothes. And even if you brush your teeth, when you exhale, all them years of cigarette smoking from your lungs yeah. comes out of your mouth. It's yeah. just a disgusting habit that I literally cannot deal with. Yeah. Number three, being rude to waitstaff or anyone. <gasps> Yes, I hate that too. If you are an entitled little snot that talks to people like they're beneath you, then you can kick rocks. That shows me what kind of disrespectful, entitled, elitist person that you are. If someone is handling your food and your beverages, the last thing you need to do is snap your fingers at them. Who ooh, are you? Ooh, ooh. Yeah. And can we can we pull over for a second too? Please, let's pull over. I also hate people that are obnoxious when they're ordering. There's nothing that irritates me more than people that are super obnoxious while they order. Same. That just, well, um, you know, I know the burger comes with 
Swiss cheese. But can I get the Swiss cheese melted on the bottom instead of the top? And then on the top, can I can you make sure that there's like no excess grease on it? And then I want everything else on the side, but the sauce that is supposed to be the pepper sauce. I want a thin layer of that on the bun and you can put a rest the rest of it on on you know the side. Yes. I hate obnoxious people. If you are that particular about your food, yes. you know, I, I understand people who are picky and I understand that. But if you are obnoxious to that point, guess what? You need to prepare your food at home and leave everybody else alone. I completely Cause, agree. Yeah. Because they're going to get it wrong and then you're going to want to send it back. And I'm sorry, I do not want to wait eight times while you try to get people to do your meal properly. Melt your cheese on the correct side of the patty. Yeah. Number two, you kind of hit on this already. Being on the phone all the time. Ugh. You don't need to check your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook. You don't need to check the scores for 40 times. You certainly don't need to answer phone calls that are non-emergencies. Right. It's just really annoying. Like, again, we've already gone over it, but it's just really disrespectful. It's fine if you want to check the time. If you know you have to check in on your mom, if you have children, it, you know, yeah. I, those things are under, understandable, but you just on IG because you want to see what the new jersey is going to be. I, I don't, can't, you can't do that later. Right. I don't get that. And you know, one of the most obnoxious things I've ever heard a guy say about that was I was listening to a pod, a relationship podcast, which was my fault. <laughs> but a guy said on one podcast, there were two women that were doing, you know, they were the hostesses and stuff. And the guy said, yo, if I'm looking at my phone and we on a date, that means you boring. Wow. Oh, they lit him up. They said, so wait a minute. If you are on your phone and I, I'm boring, that, and a, a one hostess said, that is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. And she and another other girl said, then you're just a rude person. And maybe you shouldn't be going out on dates. Right. Or if the other person is that boring, what have you tried to do to kind of engage in conversation? Have you tried right. to have a conversation or did you go or did you go on a date hoping that you would be entertained? Yeah, exactly. Number one, my number one pet peeve. Poor hygiene. If you have body odor, if you have bad breath, dirty teeth, eye crusties, no. dirty fingernails, dirty Ugh. fingernails, please, you're not ready for a date. You don't, you're not ready. And I'm not talking about, you know, you had a small snack that had garlic in it an hour before. I don't care about that. Everybody's got lunch breath or you know what i mean like something yeah more. but if your whole inside smell like they're rotten mm. you're not ready to be on a date with anyone if i can tell that your underwear probably isn't clean <laughs> mm. if you're smelling if you haven't worn deodorant in a couple days ah uh -uh. that's not it's not okay and i certainly hope that you don't expect any sort of physical, no hug, no kiss. Because how obnoxious is it of you not to take care of yourself and expect someone to put their face on your face? Mm. Mm -mm. 
That's my number mm -hmm. one. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Take yeah. care of yourself. And there have been so many. I, I am, I guess I shouldn't be, but I'm kind of amazed at how many friends of mine that I know who have partners, boyfriends, ex-boyfriends, or husbands who are not clean. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, um, it's disrespectful to the person that they're with, right? Like if you're, if you're in self-isolation for coronavirus and you live by yourself and you want to take a bath once every three days, I'm not saying that's great, but you're not doing anything to anyone. You're not offending anyone. You're in the house by yourself. Yeah, you're growing mushrooms and nobody cares. It's just you there. Yes, you grow your own mushrooms, your own special yeah. mushrooms. But yeah. if you're in a home where you share a bed with someone, Ugh. I don't, or if you even have to sit on the couch beside someone, I don't understand why you don't just take that extra little step to put a little soap and water on you. Yeah, they were talking about that on the read uh, this week. I like know. How many, how many letters they're receiving from people that are like, you know, married or have partners and like this person will not shower or will not bathe and it's like dude don't you i mean after a while don't you start to offend yourself like right. or even uh, you know sometimes it'll just be like okay it's three o'clock p.m the next day i feel like maybe i should let some water hit my body just yeah. and you know just even if you haven't done any physical activity just the fact that you've had a bath or a shower makes you feel refreshed. Like it makes you feel better. Yeah. And like, what about like people who don't brush their teeth? Like I'm thinking, do you not get that filmy feeling on your tongue? And like, do you not feel that on your teeth? Like, I mean, I do. I don't, I don't get it. Now I will, I, I will touch on one thing and that is your mental health status. If you mm -hmm. are very depressed or even anxious, it can affect your hygiene. You know, like yeah. if you can't get out of bed, if you can't get that toothbrush in your mouth, I understand that. I understand mental health issues. I understand depression. But that is something that you probably need to address before you start dating. It's Agreed. Not, not a criticism. It's just, you know, you might want to do things in an orderly fashion. If you cannot find it within yourself to bathe, for four or five days, then you starting a relationship with someone probably isn't, it's not the time to do that right then. Yeah, no, you gotta do that work and help yourself first. That's yeah. not asking a lot, I don't think, to be clean. No, yeah, yeah. So that's my list. I think we made some good points. I think we have made some good points. I hope we didn't offend too many people. Uh, we're not perfect. I'm sure there's some things that we can improve on as well, but I think these are just basic things that people need to know. Like you Agreed. need to know in case nobody told you, listen to our list and do a double check, do a double check before you go out. Agreed. 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 Look, while we're talking about dating, let me ask you the, the very controversial question. Do you kiss on the first date? That is a good question. I don't know. I think it's up to the individual person. I have a tendency not to kiss on the first date just because I am not an extremely physical person with people I, I don't know very well. And if we're mm -hmm. on a first date, then I don't feel like I know you that well. 
But if other people do kiss on the first date, I don't judge them for that at all. I think it's really about how comfortable you are with a person. I think, I think there are some times when you go out on the first date with someone and y'all vibe really hard and y'all are Uh just feeling it. And I feel like if that's that, then, then go forth. How about you? It's kind I'm kind of like that too. Um, it depends on the vibe. Uh, if we, I tend to date well dudes that I've kind of already known yeah so the answer in my world is most of the time yes because I already know this dude that's fair um but if I don't know you it depends on the vibe they're guys I have gone on multiple dates with and the closest you're gonna get to a kiss from me is a hug and that's about as much as you're gonna get um I've gone on a date with dates with guys and you know, date number two, or maybe that first date, we, you know, we kissed. It just depends on the vibe and who you are. <laughs> um, so the kissing question, I think is just kind of dependent on your comfort level. The thing that bothers, well, that's not, uh, I was going to say the sex thing is a little different, but you know, it really isn't. I'm not going to have sex with somebody on the first date, probably, because that's just not my style. But again, I guess if you're vibing with somebody, you can but I, I do get a little miffed when people expect. I uh, watched 90 Day Fiance, and there mm-hmm. are a couple of women, actually, um, from Latin America. There were two in particular who were very expected to, like, have sex very early on in the relationship. And if, yeah. that's, and if that's your vibe, that's cool. But one thing that really bothered me, I am, we've, we've, we've pulled off of the road again, Dominique. But that's okay. That's what we do. Talk about 90 day fiance. There are a couple of times where I've noticed where, you know, Americans are dating people from out of the country. And so they'll generally go to that country to meet with the person so that they can get a K-1 visa. Right. Right. And a lot of the social media comments are things like, okay, this person just met their boyfriend or girlfriend at the airport. And you know, one of the first things that they say is it's a, it's been a long flight. These people are flying eight hours, 12 hours. Some people are flying or traveling for like two days. Yeah. So, wow. you know, they're like, how are you feeling? You want dinner? What do you want to do? And they're like, I really just want to rest. I'm really tired. Uh huh. Which seems natural to me, but there are yeah, so people on social media who's like, you mean you're going to fly over there and not get none? It's like they just met for the first time in their entire lives. They're on day two, and you already expecting everybody to smash because I guess they owe you sex because you traveled that far. That's not how that works. I mean, no, if, 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 if you're not feeling like having sex, you're not obligated to do that. I hate this idea that you should feel obligated to have sex with the person. Because then you don't enjoy it, and then it's no fun. If it's not any fun, then what's the point? Then what is the it's point? Be, you know, especially if, you, if you're not trying to make a child, then what's the point if you're not going to have fun? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I have never been in a situation where I have, you know, dated a guy, and, like, our, after our first date, yo, we, we, oh, yo, we doing this. I have never... I've never felt like, and actually in my situation, oddly, most of the guys I tend to date, if I did encourage that, I think they'd be a little like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Because they know you. Yeah. They'd be like, wait, what? (laughs) 
Like, nah, what you trying to do? Well, I think that um, this has been a good time. Have you had a good time? I have had a wonderful time. I don't understand why you're just letting the sun blast out your retinas instead of closing the blinds. It's offering light to my melanin. Jesus himself is staring into your face. It is right over there. I love it. It's just look at look at my skin pop. Look at the skin <laughs> pop. Look at that. Look at that. Look at all that good brownness. <laughs> yeah, go close that. Oh my gosh. Dominique's got, gotten up to close the blinds. Oh my gosh, it is so bright in her room. <laughs> you usually complain how dark it is over here. Dominique is so dark. Are you making anthrax? Because you don't have an overhead light. I had to ask my neighbor to bring over a ladder. I have very tall ceilings and you can't get to my ceiling fan or the light unless you have a, a tall ladder because my light bulb is so dull. I just, it's something about being in a dark house all the time. Like, I don't see how people can watch TV with just pitch black. It just hurts my eyes. <laughs> but anyway, again, that's just a personal thing just for me. I've yeah, had a good time. How about you? Huh? I've had a good time. How about you? I had a good time too. This was fun. We need to do this again. Yeah, we're going to get back into the swing of things. We just yes. need to take a rest, but I feel like it's time. We've rested long enough. Yeah, it's time I've to go back. rested long enough. I think four or five months is good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to come up with some other ones if you all have any suggestions about a list that you want us to go over please feel free to email us i will put the email address down in the show notes because i can't remember what it is right now um and we're also on twitter yeah you can find us there dominique any other parting words before we go date safely and have fun and remember the end result is not marriage it's about having a good time I think I like that. Thank you. All right. We'll see you next time on the list, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you.